Yesterday, Tuesday, December 19th, I was a live guest on LFA TV on Culture Wars, Will Johnson's show. When the news was breaking, I had first heard of this news while being a live guest on Will Johnson's show when the news came out about the Colorado Supreme Court prohibiting President Trump from being on the ballot pending appeal between now and January 4th. Let me share this segment with you in which Will Johnson and I discuss last night this breaking news. And we are back, everybody. Thank you so much for being with us. While we were in the break, I just got some breaking news. So actually, some really wild news that we have to share with you here. This news is, how do I say this? They're destroying our, but there's, they're destroying our constitutional republic. Put it on the screen right here. Look at this, everybody. Colorado has successfully removed President Trump from the 2024 ballot. You see this? They successfully removed President Trump from the ballot. This just happened moments ago yep. today. Yep, this is breaking news. It says ruling marks the first time a 14th Amendment challenge to Trump's candidacy has been successful. Well, I haven't even read the full thing. I mean, this says, is just wow, it's crazy. In a bombshell decision, Colorado Supreme Court on Tuesday ruled for former President Donald Trump's candidacy in the state is prohibited on constitutional grounds. So what constitutional the 14th Amendment, they're saying. It says a majority of the court holds that President Trump is disqualified from holding the office of president under Section 3 of the 14th Amendment of the United States Constitution. The ruling said because he is disqualified, it would be a wrongful act under the election code for Colorado Secretary of State to list him as a candidate on the presidential primary ballot. Wow. So let me bring on a special guest with, with me, James. Black conservative patriot, this young man, I mean, he's been all over the place. I've, I've known him for, for years now. I've known him for years. Look, this, James, look, this is just breaking. And I wanted to, I want to bring you on to talk about some other stuff, but I want to talk about this here. They've re they successfully removed President Trump from the Colorado ballot. Do you think it's going to end here? And they're using the 14th Amendment? What what did President Trump violate? He didn't violate anything. President Trump never called for anyone to do anything out of the ordinary. He never called for anyone to be violent. He never called for them to overturn anything. He's never done anything that they're lying. This is just them doing full-on tyranny. Would you agree? Absolutely. Absolutely would agree. I do agree. Uh, thanks for having me on. We'll appreciate being, uh, being here with the LFA TV family. Uh, look, this... This whole thing was set up from the beginning when the original suit came through in Colorado, the, uh, the original judge before it got, it got kicked up to uh, the higher courts had said that had instructed uh, Jenner Griswold, the Colorado secretary of state, you got to put them on. But she put in the record that Trump was guilty of an insurrection. So, and the lower courts, they already made the decision. The, the, the judge already said that Trump was guilty of insurrection, but that she didn't have the authority to do so. So that gave the higher courts 
the ability to give this ruling because a lower court had uh, the lower court judge had ruled that in fact President Trump had been guilty of an insurrection. No jury, no charges. This is absolute banana republicanism in its purest tyrannical form. Uh, this is Marxism. This will not stand. This is going to force the Supreme Court of the United States to expedite this issue. There, there's no way they can take him off the ballot. He, he wasn't even charged with insurrection. Just a lower judge saying, yep, I think he's an insurrectionist. And obviously, I'm hearing this news right now. You're breaking this news to me, by the way, Will. So for those of you uh, that are listening to this, I'm telling you, this is the place to get breaking news. Yeah. You know, what's happening to our country? Yeah, it's um, this. I don't think this is going to stand. I think this is going to get expedited. And it has to, right? It, it, it has to. And they will put this uh, to rest at the Supreme Court. But that's this is why the racist left have been going after Clarence Thomas, because they know that Clarence Thomas is not going to fall for this. They know Alito is not going to fall for this. They know that most likely Gorsuch and Kavanaugh are, are not going to go for this. And I, I even think as leftist as Roberts is, I don't think he's going to go for this either. But, so, but what I was going to say, but it's it's just the 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 point that they would even do it in the first place. How I mean, has this ever happened? I'm mean, like no, looking at this. This is never. I'm, you know, I'm like, look, this has never happened. They've by never the way, done this. By the way, this was a ruling by the Colorado Supreme Court. Supreme Court. That just happened. The Colorado Supreme Court. Right. Colorado, Supreme yeah, Colorado Supreme Court. So yeah, so the origin of this is that it was in the normal court uh, situation and the judge i can't remember her name she you know this this suit was brought before and once again the 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 lower court judge said i'm going to push this up to the supreme court but she put in the record in her opinion that in fact president trump was guilty of insurrection so that went into the record and that is what got uh bumped up to the colorado state uh supreme court and that I'm telling you, this whole thing was a setup. That's why this uh, the Colorado Supreme Court was able to give this ruling because the lower court judge had found insurrection. Uh, yeah, so, you know, that's exactly what this is. This is an insurrect. This is an insurrection. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. This is exactly what this is. Yeah. This is this is the the popcorn the uh, the kettle black. So this this is exactly what it is. This is projection one hundred and one. Everything that they say that Trump is going to do and has done in his first uh, presidency going after political prisoners uh weaponizing the government retribution it's exactly what this marxist regime under the fake president joe biden is doing you know what another thing they 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 constantly say that if trump is elected in 2024 that it's going to cause a civil war throughout the country who who, are, who do you think that they would be suggesting that's going to be violent President Trump becoming president again in 2024? Because it's not going to be the MAGA Republicans. It's not going to be the Trump supporters. It's not going to be those that love America because they're saying it's going to be full on civil war. So are they like giving us the warning, giving us the idea that it's, that's what's going to happen? To use their vernacular, Will, that's a dog whistle to their Antifa uh, and brown shirts. The ones who are violent are always the the leftists, the, their brown shirts or whatever that equivalent may be. Right now, that's Antifa, Black Lives Matter, 
and your other uh, woke warriors, you know, uh, harassing Jews and uh, and hating white people all in the name of equity and equality. So, yes, it's it's what they want a civil war. Remember, remember, the oldest trick in the book is divide and conquer. So if they can jail Trump and then have Antifa out and then have MAGA Republicans out, of course, the MAGA Republicans will be the ones that get arrested, thrown in jail for violence as the Antifa people, because they want there to be a conflict between Antifa BLM and and MAGA Republicans. And then they're going to say the MAGA Republicans are the white supremacists and they are being violent yep. toward the Black Lives Matter and Antifa. They're going to totally make this a race war. While they're keeping the whole country yep. divided, they'll continue screwing us from the top in D.C. via their uniparty, their rhinos and their leftist Democrat counterparts. Uh, it's all by design. This is this is how they do it. Uh, this should surprise no one who's been paying attention. Yeah. So I, w- I want to share something with you. Um, if I can, let me see if I can find it here. Um, let me see if I can get it here. Okay. So let me share this with you because this is, this is pertaining kind of like to what's going on. And, you know, it's, it's like connected with our border connected with them saying that white people, Republicans are being racist because they don't want all these illegal immigrants to come into our country. Listen to this with the governor Hoko out of New York. And, and it, it kind of really ties into all of everything you were just saying, how they call us racist and they're changing. They're trying to change what history is. Listen to this. Now in New York, we like to think we're on the right side of this. You know, slavery was the product of the South, the Confederacy. We're proud of the legacy of incredible warriors for justice and liberation and the thousands of New York soldiers who went to fight these battles on the right side of history in the Civil War. We're proud to be home of courageous leaders like Harriet Tubman, conductor of the Underground Railroad buried up in Auburn, New York, to Jorner Truth, Frederick Douglass, and abolitionists like John Brown, whose farm is way in the North Country. We're proud to embrace the deliverance from slavery from the Underground Railroad itself, which ran from New York all the way to Canada, crossing over in Niagara Falls, where I was yesterday. And that had the strong support of many good and much goodwill from residents of this state. So we, it's easy for us to pat ourselves on the back, right? We did all this. A lot of other states didn't step up. We had the leaders here. We took this on. We can say we're the heroes. We're the ones who fought against slavery. And indeed, many did. What is hard to embrace is the fact that our state also flourished from that slavery. It's not a beautiful story, but indeed, it is the truth. (laughs) I mean, you notice she left out the part where it was Democrats that wanted to keep slavery. And she's a Democrat. What am I missing here? Well, she's trying to, if I understand, they're trying to pave the way to have uh, reparations in New York, which, of course, was a northern state that did not have slavery. But once again, divide and conquer, right? Gets people so focused on race that they forget about the high inflation. They forget about the uh, high interest rates that they forget about the wars and the porous border. 
It's another way. Remember, Obama said, we're going to fundamentally change this country. And that's what he's doing with this third term, because this is the O'Biden administration. This is the third term of one Barack Hussein Obama, the sitting in the basement president, directing his puppet, uh, his, his puppet uh, Joseph Bidenette Robin, uh, Joseph Robinette Biden Jr. And all Holtz was doing is giving us a revisionist form of history, kind of like the, the CTR that they're trying to push. It's it's ridiculous. And, you know, you see the same thing in California. I'm currently in California. I'm, I'll be in California uh, for the next little bit because it's the holidays. And, you know, they're, they're trying to do reparations as well here in California. Yeah. A, a state that was never a slave state. Never a slave state. And they're trying to push that nonsense. And, you know, now they have new slavery and it's called immigration. It's called immigration where they're using, they're pushing this new slavery into the country and they want more slaves to come in. They want people to clean their toilets. These are liberals, not just white liberals, but black liberals too. you know, liberals across the board. They all want, they want slaves to come in and be able to clean their toilets because they won't have anything. And they'll just be, it's like hunger games almost. Let me share this one with you. This one's out of Chicago, and I'm pretty sure you know who this nut job is. This is the mayor. The mayor is blaming, talking, he's blaming, I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself. He wants to put blame where the blame should not go. Listen to what he's saying about the illegal immigration that showed up to his doorstep in Chicago. The issue is not just how we respond in the city of Chicago, it's the fact that we have a governor, a governor, an elected official in the state of Texas that is placing families on buses without shoes, cold, wet, tired, hungry, afraid, traumatized, and then they come to the city of Chicago where we have homelessness, we have mental health clinics that have been shut down and closed, you have people who are seeking employment. The the governor of Texas. The governor of Texas? The governor of Texas? Wait a minute. There's only a couple more seconds. Listen listen to this. Because, I mean, the governor of Texas, leave a split screen. Wow. Needs to take a look in the mirror of the chaos that he is causing for this country. This is not just a Chicago dynamic. <laughs> he is attacking our country. <laughs> I mean, you can't make this up. You can't make it up. You can't. The, the, the left, first of all, they are sociopaths, right? And one of the telling traits of a sociopath is they take no responsibility for their actions. Everything is always someone else's fault. So it's not, it, it's not Chicago's fault or their, uh, the uh, previous mayor's fault when she said, yeah. Uh, we're a sanctuary city. Come on in. <laughs> no, it is right. the governor of another state's fault that Chicago. I mean, he even said himself, we have homelessness. We have mental health issues. And it is Governor Abbott, Greg Abbott's fault. Right. Isn't that, that a mental that have homelessness and a mental health crisis in another city in another state? Yeah. Isn't that considered mental illness for him to be doing that? He's suffering from it himself. It's, it's ridiculous. Now. James. Thank you so much for coming on with me. Tell everyone how they can connect with you and how they can find you. Uh, I am best way to find me is on Rumble. Uh, you can search the channel Black Conservative Patriot or go to bcp.news. 
bcp.news. Uh, I'm also, I have a podcast, uh, bcppodcast.com. It's this, it, it's everywhere. I'm Black Conservative Patriot. Uh, you can find me uh, everywhere. Uh, all the major podcasts, uh, platforms, the channel name is the same, Black Conservative Patriot. You go to Rumble, I'm Black Conservative Patriot. If you look for me on Locals, I'm Black Conservative Patriot. Uh, the best way to find me is on Rumble and on the podcast. We're talking Spotify, uh, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, etc. It's called the BCP Podcast. But once again, the channel name is Black Conservative Patriot. And I love the fact that right before I came on the show, you had a My Pillow commercial. I got to meet Mike Lindell a few days ago. What a great man. Yeah, you know what? Every time I meet him, he's he's always, you know what, with all the chaos that's going on, he's always happy. He's always positive. And, you know, talking about all the crazy stuff that's going on. And I always get him to talk about, you know, my promo code. <laughs> <laughs> so you, I said, Mike, can you say my promo code? And he's happy to do it. So he's, he's really good guy. He's a really good guy. So uh, again, James, thank you so much. Uh, need to bring you back on again so we can have more discussions about everything Absolutely. that's going on. You know, so check him out, everybody. Check him out. James, black conservative patriot. God bless. God bless you, brother. Thank you. Big hug to all of y'all. All right. Take care. Take care.